The transfer portal getting hot and heavy. Southern Miss's quarterback Ty Keys into the portal, along with Georgia State's wide receiver Jamari Thrash. It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt. I'm your host, Dave Schultz, hosting Afternoons in Mobile, Alabama, Sports Radio 105.5 WNSP, covering the South Alabama Jaguars, and prior to that, covering the Louisiana Raging Cajuns and hosting mornings on 103.7 uh, The Game. All right, some news tonight, and actually came down, I guess, during my radio show. Uh, we had a couple of big movements. Uh, the big one, maybe a little surprising, not so sure, is Southern Miss quarterback Ty Keys going into the portal. He was the big recruit that Will Hall had at Tulane. Then Will Hall got the Southern Miss job and Ty Keys went with him, but he's been banged up the last couple of years and he has decided to get out. Uh, that is, it's really too bad because Trey Lowe third has also transferred. Now, uh, 24-7 Sports was the first one to report this, but reading uh, Scott Watkins in uh, the Sun-Herald, uh, they do have transfers Holman Edwards and Billy Wiles in the uh, quarterback room for uh, Southern Miss. But nonetheless, this was, this was the guy. This was, I think he's a Mississippi guy too. Uh, that's the thing. Um, is that he came back home to uh, Mississippi. And, yeah, Taylorsville, Mississippi. So that's a big loss for Southern Miss. We'll see where he ends up. Uh, we also actually had another uh, transfer. Someone hit the transfer portal. And wondering about the timeline here, just after the bowl game with, uh, with Coastal Carolina and Birmingham, Quarterback, backup quarterback, Bryce Archie, entered the transfer portal. He was supposed to play baseball for Coastal Carolina as well, but he ended up at USF. Uh, he's going to be playing for the former Tennessee offensive coordinator. Uh, so Archie leaves, and then just after that, Grayson McCall decides to stay so i don't know if though maybe quarterback talking to quarterback and hey, thinking about coming back type of deal uh alex gullish is the new usf uh, head coach former tennessee uh, offensive coordinator so you do have ty keys uh, leaving his career really never got off the ground and bryce archie was a backup quarterback to begin with and now he may be a backup quarterback well hopefully not at usf for his sake but he could have been a backup quarterback because grace mccall has two years left to go if he wants to uh, stay at a coastal Carolina. Uh, the other big news is wide receiver Jamari thrash from Georgia state is a leaving. He led the Sun Belt with 1122 yards. He had seven touchdowns, but the 1,122 yards led the conference. He was about seventh, I'm sorry, sixth in catches 
with a 61. So you can guess his average was third in, in the conference. Really good. 18.4 yards a catch. It'll be interesting to see where he goes. Being at Georgia State, does Georgia go after somebody like him? Does Auburn go after somebody like him? Does Florida State come calling? You know, does Clemson come calling? You know, do some of these power, you know, South Carolina isn't too far away. You know, do some of these power five schools come and uh, try to get Jamari Thrash, who, again, didn't catch a lot of balls, but caught him for a lot of yards. When you compare that to, say, a couple of guys on South Alabama who are in the top five in receiving, Colin Lacey had 65 catches, good for fourth in the conference, Scott, uh, but only 816 yards. And Devin Boyson had 64 catches for just a few more yards, 871 yards. Those two guys combined for 11 touchdowns. Thrash had a seven uh, on his own. And obviously, along with uh, uh, Lacey and Boyson, Jalen Wayne uh, was up there with 58 catches. So, I mean, South Alabama had three of the top 10 wide receivers in terms of catches uh, in uh, the conference. But big news there is that Jamari Thrash has hit the transfer portal. Again, I don't know much about those other schools, but Auburn could sure use a deep threat. Also, hmm, who also could use a deep threat? Mm, mm, ooh, uh, mm, Alabama. <laughs> that was the difference, really, between this year's team and, you know, the last handful of years. There was no deep threat. But Jamison Williams came in and replaced all of the studs, including Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddell. And those two guys kind of were on the same group with Ruggs and Jerry Judy and this year's crew young, but not the home run hitter that Alabama has had in the past. So uh, it'll be interesting to see on uh, where Thrash ends up because there seems to be a lot of opportunity for a wide receiver, especially one with over a thousand yards. That is a crushing blow uh, for uh, for Georgia State. That is that is just too bad. Uh, all right, when we come back, let's look at more uh, Sun Belt basketball. We'll continue to preview that uh, as we go uh, into week number two into a Sun Belt play becoming uh, starting uh, later on uh, today, starting Thursday night, of course. But first. But first, let's see where we are. Let me tell you about Bet Online. All right. I mean, we got we got a lot of good stuff on Bet Online, especially when you're talking about this national championship ball game, because everybody thinks that Georgia is just gonna cruise, which is kind of odd because You know, TCU hung with Michigan and Michigan couldn't stop them. And it's a big line and you can make a little bit of money with uh, TCU if you think they're going to win the ballgame and then they actually do win the game. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season to basketball and soccer. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. If you love sports podcasts such as this, you can even find those at Bet Online as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile 
device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. All right, again, uh, you're listening to and watching uh, Locked on a Sunbelt, your team every day. Uh, we did have, we told you about the recruits. Oh, there was one, or the transfer, the guys in the transfer portal. There's actually one player going back to school, and it's probably not a coincidence. It's Sam Pinckney from Coastal Carolina is going back to play with Grayson McCall. Pinckney was second in the conference with 71 catches. Let's see where he was in yards. Uh, he was third. So only had three touchdowns, though. So only three touchdowns. But nonetheless, uh, 71 catches, almost 1,000 yards, 14 yards a catch. So uh, Sam, I want to call him Ed, going back to the Villanova player. Uh, but that's way – I mean – that's almost a 40-year reference. But Sam Pinckney, uh, Coastal Carolina wide receiver, going back to Coastal Carolina to play with uh, his quarterback, Grayson McCall. All right. Uh, let's, again, check out these uh, games that are coming up uh, tonight. Uh, in uh, the Sun Belt, you do have South Alabama looking to get off the schneid. Uh, did have JT Crabtree on uh, my radio show Wednesday, talking about Isaiah Moore. I guess it was more of a tailbone issue than a uh, knee or leg issue. Uh, kind of fell hard going for a layup, uh, and he was all kinds of sore, uh, so he didn't play on Saturday. Expected to play uh, today against Arkansas State. Arkansas State's coming off that loss against ULM. So we shall see uh, if South Alabama, with their full uh, plethora of players. That's not the right word. Uh, with their uh, full lineup of players available, uh, if uh, they can hang with Arkansas State, you do have App State looking for their first uh, Sun Belt win against Coastal Carolina. That is uh, in lovely Boone, North Carolina. Uh, James Madison off to a great start, two and zero, and Texas State is in a tough spot. Texas State seven and eight. They've lost a couple in a row, including their first two Sun Belt ball games. James Madison has 11 wins in the row, including a win over Marshall. That may be the best win so far uh, in, in the Sunbelt play in just one weekend. I know it's not a lot, and there hasn't been a lot of play. You might say ULM over Arkansas State. Um, that may be the more surprising win, but James Madison may be the best win over Marshall. Uh, Troy's hosting Old Dominion. Relatively even game. Troy nine and six, Old Dominion nine and five, each one and one in the Sun Belt. You have Georgia Southern hosting uh, Marshall. Uh, Marshall twelve and three. They have the second most wins in a conference play. And Monroe could continue to play well. Man, they're two and zero. Oh. Can they make it three and zero? Oh? They get Georgia State at home. Georgia State's coming off that win against South Alabama. They're eight and six. Monroe is six and nine, but obviously they turned things around. I asked JT Crabtree, what's more surprising, Monroe 2-0 and or the Cajuns 0-2, and, and he actually picked Monroe. Uh, so uh, that it is an interesting question, to say the least. And then you do have the Cajuns back at home, uh, the big ball game of uh, the uh, night tonight. Southern Miss 13-2, and 2-0, taking on the Raging Cajuns, who are surprising 0-2. They let one get away. I think that was the Thursday night. Yeah, it was Coastal Carolina. 
they let get away. They were trailing at half and led for most of the second half and then just didn't finish it off. And then uh, and then they just fell to Old Dominion in a, in, a, in a close ball game, which they were trailing a lot at halftime and caught up, but just couldn't catch all the way up uh, in the second half. They were down by 14 and a half uh, and lost 70 to uh, 66. I think they made it a one-point game. I don't think they took the lead in the second half. In fact, uh, that deficit got to 18, 20, 22. I mean, Old Dominion got off to a tremendous start in the second half. The, the ball game was 38-24. It's 46-24. And the Cajuns make an incredible run. They just started getting back in the ball game. I thought I saw they made it a one-point game. Did I see that? Maybe not. I thought... I did. Um, they made it 69-66. And that's as close as they got. They got to three. And that was with 14 seconds left. I thought they got closer somewhere along the way. But to you know, be down by 24 and get it all the way down to three. That was with 14 seconds left. And then Old Dominion made uh, free throws. But I thought they got it closer, but apparently not. Oh, they did. They they did get it down to two, actually. So they actually got it down uh, to two on a Terrence Lewis uh, three-point play, 60 to 58. But then it got away from them. So they were down by two with 2.04 to go. And then did they get a 10-point lead back? Uh, 63, uh, 66, seven. That looks like the biggest lead that they got was a seven. So it was down to two, but then Old Dominion pushed it to seven. And so it, it kind of got away from the Cajuns at the end. Maybe just ran out of gas being down 24 and getting within two is tremendous, but we'll see what he, uh, against a Southern uh, Miss. All right, we'll be right back after this. Let me tell you about Built Bar. Are you looking for a delicious treat but don't want to have all of the fat or calories? Then you got to try a Built Bar. We just got through the holidays, and I know my goal is to eat a little bit healthier this year. If you're like me where you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste, then I've got the thing for you. you got to try Built Bar. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious you won't even think they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're all covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut olive. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they're healthy. Only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four box of cookies and cream. Oh, yum. Double chocolate or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's, run in and grab a 13-box bar. Try that again. If you're close to Sam's, run in and grab a 13-bar box. <laughs> Check that. Reverse it. With our hit flavors, brownie batter and churro. You can thank me later. All right, I'm going to go. I'd shop at Sam's. I'd get the, the protein shakes at Sam's. So I will get a Built Bar, and I will show you uh, and tell you how good uh, they are. Okay, so we will have uh, – we'll post 
uh, a recap of Thursday's ball games. I will be covering uh, the South Alabama Arkansas State game, so we'll have a recap of that. We'll keep an eye on the transfer portal. We did have one player from South Alabama. I'm a little bit surprised here. We have we've had a couple of players from South Alabama going to the transfer portal. Uh, Nation Dickerson, wide receiver, not much surprise, hasn't gotten a chance. But CJ Rias, like a starting rush, rushing, starting, you know, outside linebacker, rusher. And he's in the transfer portal. Oh, well, now he's got an, uh, now he's got a, now he's got some uh, better offers. You know, first it was Jacksonville State and Eastern Kentucky and McNeese and Northwestern State. Now, all right, La Tech, I don't know how much better that is or better than those. Um, you do got a Fresno State offer if he wants to go all the way out west. So some more better, some more better, some better offers are are heading his way because he's a starter. I don't know what he was looking for. Uh, you know, starts on the team, kind of rotates in and out, but plays. So I'm not sure if he was looking for an NIL deal or what, or maybe South Alabama told him, you know, we got other people. I don't know that. But that one seems a little bit odd compared to the Eli Ganey's of the world and the Nashon Dickerson's of the world who, you know, hadn't played much and are looking for an opportunity to do so. C.J. Rias plays, and he's good. And that's going to be a loss for South Alabama because uh, that's one of the uh, parts where Ken Womack wants to improve is getting more pressure on the quarterback. I think that's got to come from the inside more because I think they do a good job of getting pressure from the outside, but it's when you get pressure from the inside that allows, A, it's tougher for the quarterback to step up, and B, uh, it kind of feeds the quarterback to the guys on the outside. So we'll see what Kane Womack uh, comes up with um, at that at that point in time. But back to basketball, we'll have a full recap of Thursday's action and see, again, the big – first of all, can South get a win? Does ULM stay hot? And what happens with the Southern Miss and Cajuns? Because uh, that is the big ball game, at least on Thursday. All right, once again, uh, please uh, subscribe and uh, – Download, rate, and review on Apple on Apple Podcasts. I think that's what it's called, not iTunes anymore. But Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on Anchor, wherever you get your podcast, uh, if you could please subscribe and download. Also, it's obviously on uh, YouTube as well, as we've added more artwork to, the, uh, to uh, the mantle. So, again, thanks very much. We actually had a big day on Wednesday with the download, so hopefully we will continue that uh, this week as we are kind of going from – football to basketball. All right. Thanks again. I'm your host, Dave Schultz, and you've been watching Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day.